Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, full house today. Booyah. Good to have everybody. Arnick, Josh, Jeremy, Deli. My name is Andy, and we believe Jesus is the way. Yeah, that's we what we like, believe. And then we just talk about everything else. <laughs> so uh, thanks for mm-hmm. joining us. Uh, we are clearly uh, post-Thanksgiving, uh, winding out the year, mm-hmm. uh, which Still puts full. us in the book of Jude today. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's more shocking that we're uh, towards the end of the book, or it's been another year of these. Yeah. This is our second, so, yeah, wrapping up our second yeah, year. Yeah, right? this is great. What yeah, we, we read do the, the Christway. We read the New Testament through. Uh, I mean, how was it even an experience without the podcast? Right? That's, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 2017, we uh, read read through the New Testament, and then again, so five years later. Yeah. yeah so uh, this this uh, week we hit Revelation, start working through that. But today, uh, for Wednesday, we read the book of Jude. So Jude identifies himself as the brother of James, which means he is the brother of Jesus. Oh. Yeah, and he was doing some work apparently, and then just got uh, a little spiritual hit that he needed to uh, stop and write a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, write it, write it quick. This is kind of like a long email. Uh, <laughs> he says in uh, uh, three friends, although I was very eager to write you about salvation, we share. I felt I had to write and urge you to contend for the faith. So he's like, he has this sense of urgency about this particular particular writing. Mm-hmm. There are parts of the book of Jude that introduce things to us, like prophecies from Enoch, right? The, the book of Enoch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's I a lot to unpack to, in Jude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had to actually look into what, I was like, what are, what are we talking Enoch, about right now? Who's Enoch? <laughs> <laughs> right, the book, of, the book of Enoch, or you know, prophecies from that, as if everyone knows it. He does this yeah. retelling. Yeah. Of, let me just let you know that, by the way, Moses in Egypt, and, yeah. and then he references... Mm-hmm. Enoch, like we'd reference the Sermon on the Mount or yeah. something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So this audience, apparently Jewish audience, mm-hmm. again, sibling of Jesus, uh, Jewish, and then what he's presenting through all this, but there's some great language, some great mm-hmm. visual metaphor and uh, and direction. Well, I really just the love the... And I was looking at these, these letters and the introduction and paul does it really well too that verse two he you know introduces himself introduces who he to who he's writing to and then verse two i think that's so important to not jump into the rest may mercy peace and love be multiplied to you mm-hmm. that there's this in abundance there's this tone mm-hmm. that regardless of what i'm saying gonna say next next this is the this is the way in which I want this received. Yeah. The the lens. This foundation. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and and if we can view what we read and if we can view one another and we're talking about multi, you know, love multiplied and uh, what we're talking about on Sundays, if if we can view each other, if we can view the words that we hear and if we can run the words that we say through this attitude may mercy, peace and love be multiplied to you. Mm-hmm. It really changes me. It changes me when I, if I let the words of, of a contradiction, if I let the words of criticism, if I let those words, if I, if I try to assume what Andy's saying to me 
is coming from mercy, peace, and love. Sometimes that's a stretch, not maybe for Andy, but for some people, we would be mm-hmm. hearing things that are difficult to receive, but then I can receive criticism. Okay, I'm going to try to receive as much <laughs> mercy, peace, and love through this com- these comments, even though they're difficult, as possible. It makes my relationships go a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's smoother. Yeah, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. I think that's important, something that Paul does, something that John did. Uh, I think that was what. What does your translation say, the back half of verse 1? Mine is this interesting thing. uh, To to those who are loved by God and kept by Jesus. That's my translation. Mm. Loved by you. Yeah, mine's mine's called beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus. Interesting. Yeah. Called and kept safe by Jesus Christ. Those loved by God, the Father, called and kept safe by Jesus Christ. And we say every person you've ever met is a person. Mm-hmm. From Christ died, yeah, yeah. He died for you, loves you, right? Pretty right. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mine says lo- loved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. So, yeah, pretty similar to what yours says. Yeah. Nice intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it gives... it. I, I think you can lose it if you... Uh, go into these yet in like manner these people also relying on their dreams to file the flesh reject authority and blaspheme the glorious ones <laughs> with, with tone of voice yeah you know yeah, yeah. you read this con our tone changes <laughs> yeah, 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 no. so these things are for your peace oh, therefore your love being multiplied and their mercy yeah yeah i think it's i'm pointing this out to you yeah. um out of that place of love like look just pay attention because you don't want to go there you don't want to go there. You don't want to be a scoundrel is what my, the message says that these are scoundrels, mm-hmm. you know, and they're um, there to steal our joy. Um, don't go there. I love you, so don't go there. And, you know, keep a watch. Yeah. And that, that section, that's just the first little section. <laughs> <laughs> Deli, I bet you got lots of highlights. Well, actually, I I don't have a ton of highlights because this was... He was looking for chapter two. I was looking for (laughs) chapter two and three to help with some of this... I don't like I said Enoch right like this you got stuck and, on Enoch well just the there there are these books that um, are not uh, in the Bible right that he's referencing is what what I I read um, and kind of looked into it was talking about the the Testament of Moses is a little bit what um, Tim Mackey was talking about a little bit and just how these are important books for. Messianic Jews, right? Like these were books that they actually did reference at the time, and I think Andy mentioned that a little bit, but they were not included in the Bible, right? They're not they're not in these these books right here. Um, so I think just thinking about that a little bit of like, man, here's these other things that you talk referencing um, Michael, the, these angels, and just right. uh, just all that. I'm like, okay, is, where is it that? It is interesting where yeah. you're uh, reading along, and okay, you've got the story of Moses, and I've yeah. got that, yeah. and you know. Sexual immorality, flee, and you know mm-hmm. there's some you know consistencies, and then he says, "Oh, and by the way, Michael, when he contended for the body of Moses yeah, and yeah. fought Satan, yeah. and I'm like, like what? How do we get into a Marvel movie? Like, <laughs> yeah, who's making that movie? <laughs> like, what? What just happened here? Right? right? Yeah. And yeah. then you got to pause and think. Michael was what yeah. contending yeah. over the body of? I don't remember that in Deuteronomy. Yeah. I yeah. don't remember that in the closing. Mm-hmm. Like. What? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And he and what else is cool is he brings it in like it's just like I said earlier, like, oh, mm-hmm. and in the Sermon on the Mount, it yeah. says, you know, blessed yeah. are the 
Yeah. Like well, everybody knew that. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the book of rabbit holes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. And that's where, that's where I'm not, I wasn't getting caught up in that, but I was like, okay, like trying to put my head wrapped around of who he's speaking to and what they're, what they know and their information that they know that he's trying to relate to. Um, and I think Tim Mackey even is talking about, well, he's referencing the book of Enoch, the first book of Enoch or something like that which the first book of Enoch is actually referencing like Isaiah and like all these other books that are actually in the Bible. So he's like, it was like kind of this like reference inside of a reference kind of thing. And so, I don't know, it was just very interesting to me. So um, one of the things that I appreciate, uh, learned this from a Rob Bell presentation, God's aren't angry. He talked about Abraham and Abraham is called to take his son to the mountain and offer sacrifice. And he points out, he goes, Abraham didn't question it. He didn't say how. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, what do I do, right? He knew. Yeah. Because that's all everyone did that. Mm -hmm. All the surrounding country, tribe, peoples, you know, they they did the neighboring countries. And so he knew that. And so this, what's so crazy for us, we're like, call DCS, man. Like, what is Yeah, and by that, you mean sacrificing your children to a God. That is not an unusual thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was so he he points out, he's like, these stories come with up from within culture like they bubble up from within culture written to a people group written to people real live a- applications and that's what i think about this he's writing these things the people get it yeah i don't mm-hmm. i don't think anybody was praying excuse me yeah e- excuse <laughs> you, me book of what you know yeah. yeah what yeah. yeah i don't think that was happening and it just rises up and then I, something that i thought was interesting too these are all just little interesting anecdotes uh verse uh four, 14 maybe Enoch, the seventh from Adam. Okay, we see yeah. the genealogies mm-hmm. in Genesis, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But what he said, he said, see, the Lord is coming. <laughs> and thousands of angels. Like, that, I, I want to go, no, no, no. That's the next book. That's Revelation. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, that's a, yeah. Re, but seventh from Adam, mm-hmm. same story. Yeah. Same storyline. Justice of God. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? And just this interesting thing where Enoch's like cutting edge newsflash. Mm-hmm. And we're going to read it in Revelation. You know, the Lord comes with 10,000 upon 10,000 and mm-hmm. thousands of thousands, right? And those angels and innumerable and all that business. And he just <laughs> says the same thing. Yeah. That is, this is a cool book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he really specifically has a message for an, for an audience. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and even in that little spot that you're referencing, it, I mean, I actually was just reading this uh in, in John 16, where Jesus is actually saying, like, the whole, the advocate, the Holy Spirit is actually coming to do this exact thing. Like, he's coming to judge everyone and convict them all of, of what, of ungodliness and righteousness and, and all those, and sin. And I, I was just like, man, okay, that's, he's actually referencing some of the teachings that from other apostles mm-hmm. and from Jesus, right? Like, he, he's referencing, again, to these Jews of like, hey, remember when you learned this? Remember when Peter talked about this? Remember when this guy talked about this? I'm referencing that right here. And, and for you guys, Enoch uh, is going to be our frame of reference for this, right? Yeah. Um, so I just, I th- yeah, I think what you're saying, that particular audience, man, it was uh, very, it's very fascinating to me. I don't know. I was like, I'm just intrigued because I've read Jude, but not really thought about it and prepared for a podcast for it, right? <laughs> like- and, so in the, and so in the middle, verse 10, yeah. interesting. He says, yet these, these men speak abusively against whatever they do not understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is a ripe field, man. This is ripe fruit right here. To not understand mm-hmm. stuff, be dismissive, whatever speak abusively means, right? Mm-hmm. Slander. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where Can you let it just be the word of God? Can mm-hmm. you let it just, just stand? And also, can you allow it to challenge you that the book of Enoch is not in our canon? Right. Yeah. 
but uh, an apocryphal Bible, it would a.k.a. Be. a Catholic mm-hmm. Bible, right? Mm-hmm. It would be in there mm-hmm. and Maccabees and those kinds of things. And do we act as if, like, what's our, what's our, yeah. what's our capacity, right? What's mm-hmm. our range right. of God working and operating? Yeah. And God working and operating even uh, today. Mm-hmm. And, and, we, and we often feel wonderful when we can cross-check and almost fact-check God, right? God <laughs> speaks something to us. And we're like, oh, okay, I feel better about that because I have something in James that I found or I have something in yeah, Mark that I found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fact check and cross-check God, right? Yeah. And yet, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and how he works, right. Peter on the rooftop. Yeah. He's the one that said, don't eat that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he said, kill and eat. Yeah. Okay, so what are we going to do with those kinds of things? Yeah, yep. Interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, and frankly, here's what I think the truth is. Some people can do it. And some people can't. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be like chirpy, you know, cool pastor, but like, okay. Yeah. That's okay. And some people can't sit in the tension. Yeah. In the tension. In the of it, tension absolutely. of it. You know, mm-hmm. the tension of, yeah. of I, I'm going to trust this that I don't understand, but continue to trust. And I think sometimes God says in that space, dig in. And I, both of those have been true in my life that it's like, I can read this and say, I don't understand that, but there's no s- spiritual pressure to to dive deep into that specific thing at that moment. And But other times it's like, nope, there's something spiritual that, that, that you, you need to be that in. That I need to yeah, be yeah, in yeah. in that thing, in that mm-hmm. moment. And yeah. and then the, the digesting and the – maybe it's fact-checking, but it's like, how does this relate to mm-hmm. – where is Jesus – you know, that – dissecting becomes very valuable yeah. at other times it's just entertaining well, and not really valuable well and i also think it's you know for us as um what delhi and i've been talking about is is the followers of the way um there's a trust to to following jesus that you just don't understand sometimes mm-hmm. it, and you don't have a right to know. <laughs> like he's not giving us a right to know everything. Well, he told the disciples, it's not yours to know. Yeah. Can you tell yeah. us the times and the season? He's like, it's nope. not yours to know. <laughs> However, I, there will be a power that you receive from on high. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to know those things. It's not even yours to know. Mm-hmm. But we'll give you the Holy Ghost. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you the Holy Spirit. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and I've always wondered why the book of Enoch is not in our canon. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, because really? Enoch, like... He had some stuff. Walked like, with God and was not. Yeah. And was not. He didn't die. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he might have had a couple things to say. Yeah. <laughs> but if you've read it, yeah, anyway. Right. I want the book from the guy that didn't, That's a didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> we, won't, we won't jump in that hole, but, uh, you know, he... Next year, 2023, all the apocryphal books. <laughs> all the books yeah. not... We'll read why they're that. Yeah. <laughs> I've also heard it said, though, that, you know, um, God is in charge of his own canon. You know, yeah. he, he gets to yeah. do that. So yeah. we get to trust that too. Mm-hmm. Well, I th- uh, I'm reminded when you're speaking of the tension that uh, a guy named Fowler, I want to say James Fowler, talked about stages of faith. There's six that he outlined. And the third, one and two are really, really concrete and simple stages. But the third one is organizational faith, where an organization actually teaches you what to believe. Which I mean is an easy target, right, to to shoot down. But it's a it's a legitimate stage of faith where a, a group of people, a community of faith, an organization teaches you here's mm-hmm. here's what's right, here's what's wrong. Yeah. And then stage four is when you question, and you're like, well, I know that's what you taught me, 
however or but my experience and whatever. And so that's stage four. Tremendous tension. Mm -hmm. And according to Fowler, and I would agree with him, questioning is an, is an increase, a maturity along the mm. path of faith, yeah. not as stage three people might see, backsliding. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, have yeah. questions, so now you're backsliding. So he takes you into four, tension. And then five... Wait, wait, wait. Five is getting the answers. No. no. Wrong! <laughs> Excellent setup. Thank you so much, Deli. Deli and I have done this a time or two. So stage five, yeah, you think it's getting answers. No. If you got questions in four, uh, four, five would be answers. Five is not answers. Five is I still have questions, but it doesn't matter right. because Jesus is the way and everything else is a conversation. Yeah, right? there that's we go. That, yeah, frankly, that's where that comes from, the heart of that. So I, I still have questions, but it doesn't matter because my relationship and my faith and those things, Trump, what I have found, where I might differ from Fowler, he thinks that you can stay in stage four. I, and I just, I'm not sure. That's a, a tension. Living in the tension is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is hard. Uh, you, you do it, and you can do it for different it for varying amounts of you time. You do it for a long yeah. time. But I have been with people that literally looked at me and said, I can't, I can't, I can't handle all that. So I'm just going to literally go back. And they, they didn't say it this way. But I'm going to go back to stage three. Yeah. yeah. Because I cannot live, and it is hard to live in the tension. Yeah, there's probably multiple ways out of stage four, and not all of them are stage five or yeah, right. stage three. Some of them are like, I'm out. You know, I. Yeah, punch. Yeah, yeah like eject. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Sure. And, and I. Th- and I again, maybe it's a personality, the capacity, shoulder strength, or something, to handle. Okay, I don't understand that. Okay. Jesus, what's the Jesus relationship, right? What's that, mm-hmm. and what are you feeling deeply in the tug of it? Mercy. If I had to understand to qualify for the job, I wouldn't be sitting at the table. Oh yeah. Understand everything? No way. No. Nope. No way, and I hope that's a gift for somebody, uh, because when you sit in the seats and you watch someone minister, you hear someone preach, or you hear teaching, or you hear this podcast, and it's so easy to project and think that I that you think I know a whole lot more than I know, mm. based on confidence in who he is or something. I don't know, but maybe the gift would be we're all plugging along. Yeah. <laughs> so the truth of that is, you're just more uncomfortable not knowing. Or oh, I am. You, yeah, I'm you're uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm so you have, you have to move into comfortable not knowing. Half into have to move into that yeah. space somewhat. That okay, it, I'm do. I'm in com- I'm going to be comfortable not knowing, and I think that comes from I'm trusting this, I'm trusting the Lord, I'm trusting the Holy Spirit, yep. I'm trusting Jesus, and He's the one who provides. The, he's the one with the word. He's the one with the truth. He's the one with the comfort. So I'm going to. Because yeah. I'm not on his. I'm not on the throne. He's well, on man. The I've lived that as a parent. My, I tell my kids things, and they're like, what are you doing? They don't, they don't have any idea the big picture wisdom in what Melinda and I are saying. Mm-hmm. They don't have any idea. <laughs> and we can tell them, but they're four mm-hmm. or six. Or 16. Or 14. Or, yeah. or, or 26. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not going to know. Yep. Yeah. So even as a parent, I recognize I tell my kids things. Mm-hmm. I'd love for them to understand. I hope they trust my Heart, yeah, which is your lead in, yep. the God who loves us. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. interesting connections. I like one yeah. of the things I love about this book is uh, verse 11 they've taken the way of Cain, they've rushed into the prophet uh, mm-hmm. for profit into Balaam's heir and destroyed by Korah's or like, man, that dude is pulling some He's, stories. Yeah, 
Not, talking not a donkey in there yeah. somewhere. Well, yeah. it is. Well, these, this isn't this isn't yeah. Sunday school Disney church. Right. This yeah. isn't <laughs> Moses and Daniel, right? And right. then yeah. Jesus, and then you know, like, man, this is Balaam and it's Cain. The, he's comparing to some of the nastiest things in the that he could, I think, mm-hmm. like, in that culture. In that yeah, culture, that's the yeah. Al Capone, Hitler. That's yeah, the, yeah. yeah the, those are the mobsters, right? Yeah. Cain and Balaam and Korah. Yeah, and and yeah, for me selfish. that that those next. Two verses right there, twelve and thirteen. Like, I mean, he really. They, these people are are blemishes at your love feast, eating with you without the slightest qualm. Shepherds who feed only themselves. They are clouds without rain, blown along by the wind. Autumn trees without fruit, uprooted, twice dead. They're wild. I mean, just all wild these waves <laughs> that only leave their foam on the shore. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh, dude. Yeah. And stars. Let's say stars. Wandering starts. What's wandering the, starts. The, the message, the whole section is entitled from that. What's the, the message say in verse 13? It is, it basically says, puffs of smoke pushed by the gusts of wind. Hey, read through it, because I read it this morning. Late autumn trees stripped clean of leaf and fruit, doubly dead, pulled up by the roots, wild ocean waves leaving nothing on the beach but the foam of their shame. And the stars. Lost stars in outer space on their way to the black hole. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's that's rough, man. And Leaving then nothing on the beach but the foam of their shame. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Good yeah. job, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Just he's going into that. Like, listen, you're going to you're falling away from these people are falling and you're being led astray. Right. Like it goes. It's kind of referencing back to uh, verse four. Like they are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our Lord into a license for immorality and and that and man like sometimes we we get in there sometimes like I feel like like man we're oh there's there's so much grace let me just do whatever I want you know sometimes or there's there's enough grace for and like I think even Paul says it right like should we keep on sinning you know should we keep mm-hmm. living in that life should we keep following those ways it doesn't actually give us a license because you know what the end of that is is this right? His stars yeah, going yeah. into a black hole is what is what he says, right? Like sea waves crashing the shore and all that's left is foam. Well, if you and look man. at verse 16, grumblers, malcontents, following own sinful desires, loudmouth boasters, showing favoritism to gain advantage. Okay, now there's some things we relate to, right? Getting sucked into a black others. hole. You yeah. know, that, that I can, okay, oh, I, I, do, I do some grumbling. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sometimes pretty discontented with Fault things. Fault finders. Yeah. Uh, and, and so... Back to eleven, woe to them, for they they are the they walked in the way of Cain and abandoned themselves yeah. mm. for the sake of gain. Okay, so woe to them. That I mean, that comes with a really like you're in bad shape, but there's a sense of that is heartbreaking to me mm-hmm. to watch you abandon who you really are yeah. to chase something that is going to be so distasteful and destructive in destructive, your life yeah. that mm-hmm. that you're somebody who for who Christ died and woe to you I am sorry about your situation mm-hmm. and and so there's I think there's that tension that you have to walk in that like yeah you're walking in ways that are bringing your own destruction and and they have and they cause you to abandon who you really are yeah. Well, in 17, then he brings it back to the modern day then. But remember, dear friends, that the apostles of our master, Jesus Christ, told us this would happen. In the last days, there will be people who don't take things, these things seriously anymore. They'll treat them like a joke and make a religion of their own whims and lusts. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, NIV says it this way, which is is powerful. They they follow mere natural instincts. Yeah, yeah. They do not have the spirit, capital S. Yeah, right. So this desire to I think it's a call between natural and supernatural, mm-hmm. and Cain offering. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure yeah. people have opinions on all this, right? But I've heard it preached forever, and I, I don't agree with it, that Abel uh, was accepted because he offered a lamb, and Jesus is the lamb slain, and all those kinds of things. I get that. But it says that Abel offered right. the first and the best. Yeah, and Cain brought an offering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Abel, yeah. You so, I mean, if he's a farmer, that's what he's got to give, right? I mean, yeah. you know, he, that's what he brings, grain. And, and, and there are grain offerings in the Scripture right, that the yeah. Lord is pleased with, right? Yeah. So... The, the idea of such a sense of jealousy and rage mm-hmm. when I myself didn't do my best. Mm-hmm. I didn't do my best. You did better. You got accepted, and I'm jealous and kill you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not, that's not Genesis only. Right? Right. And Balaam with greed and Korah, mm-hmm. who looks at Moses and says, who are you? Yeah. Yep. I want to be and Moses says, yeah. well, tomorrow this time we'll find out who that's I am. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's hard. It's rough, yeah. man. And then to kind of capstone it by simply saying, you know what, we I just don't want to do it, I'll tell you right now. Like I, I run that check on my life. Like, am I following mere natural instinct? And I'm sure I am at times, but I'm not interested in that. And I think of Galatians three where it says, Are you so foolish? Mm, yeah. Having begun in the spirit, will you be made perfect in the flesh? Mm. Answer uh no. Mm. Right. Which is not so off from this. Mm-hmm. So I can have the spirit. It says you don't even have the spirit. I can, I'm sure I can have the spirit, but if I don't surrender to that, and I can simply follow natural instincts. And frankly, I think the five of us around the table, the number of years of ministry and leadership and pastoral service, I always feel like we're one of the most vulnerable populations in the whole place. To just walk in talent. To and walk go in with. Well, the Lord spoke that to us. Right? In the, yeah. Well, I don't know. Was it six months ago or something? Mm. Lord spoke that to me. And I told Arnick, I'm like, dude, this is a message for me and you. Yeah. We are running off talent and we shall not run off talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So just that just instinct and the longer you do it, you can just do it. Yeah. I mean, he knows he could change keys and have the place blow up, right? Go from <laughs> G to A flat. There we go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Am I wrong? That's true. I mean, someplace for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not want that. And one of the things that I hope we are all saying around here, like we want the Holy Spirit in this room, in this place, and we are not going to tell him what to do. Yeah. When he gets here, just pour it out, right? Bring it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bring it. And that, that transitions beautifully. I love the transition uh, from from 19, yeah. and then he says 20, right? You, dear friends, um, but you, dear friends. Like he's laid out this whole argument. What is it? 15 verses, right? Mm-hmm. He's laid out this whole thing. He said, but you, dear friends, build yourselves up mm-hmm. in your most, most holy, holy faith, faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. There's a spiritual prayer. Mm-hmm. And I think folks need to hear that and need to be open to the reality that the spirit prompts us and Romans eight, right? We don't even know. Mm-hmm. We, it talks about our infirmities, right? Mm-hmm. And our infirmity is that we don't know what to pray for mm-hmm. as we should. And the spirit makes intercession for us in a number of ways that transcends a number of things, not least of which helping me pray 
I really think that's one of the most powerful moments of prayer is when I align myself with what God is wanting to do and say and then prompts me to say it so the door, the gate, the veil, the gate that is flesh, it comes through mm-hmm. our door of flesh into this world for dominion of Christ. Like I think yeah. that's a super powerful mm-hmm. deal. But if I'm out doing my own mirror, you know, natural instinct thing and I'm not praying and I align my, I'm not aligning myself, but when I do, when we align ourselves through time with him and not even talking. Yeah. Yeah. Surrender doesn't have to have just words. Sur- and, and then he does the experience is the experience is wonderful. And sometimes I know exactly what's going on. And frankly, sometimes I don't know exactly what's going on mm-hmm. and I'm just praying and you're praying the will of the father into someone's life. You're, you're making intercession for somebody mm-hmm. and that is a spiritual thing. That is not just, well, I'm gonna pray for Jeremy today. I pray for Delhi on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I pray for Josh. On, which I do those kinds of things to keep you close to my heart and the people. And I, and when I go down for prayer, I think about okay, who are the people that I touch today? Will touch me today? And who are the folks that in my care? Uh, not just the people I care for, but the people in my care. We're going to preach in a few weeks. One of the things love does love love lifts. Kelsey did a beautiful job on that that message on Sunday. But love prays. Yeah. One of the things love does, love praise. And so I love this thing. It taps my Pentecostal roots because I heard it preached a lot. <laughs> but build yourself up in your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait yeah. for the mercy of our Lord Jesus, bring you to eternal life. And then Isaac chose, he had five chapters to pick from, and he chose this verse oh, yeah. on Sunday to open. <laughs> it's beautiful. Be merciful to those who doubt. Snatch others from the fire and save them to others. Show mercy mixed with fear. Like, it's like do what you got to do yeah. to get them out. The message says go easy on those who hesitate in the faith. Go after those who take the wrong way. Be tender with sinners. Mm. I just, I, I like that. I yeah. say uh, yay and amen. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Read that again, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. It says go easy on those who hesitate in the faith. Go after those who take the wrong way. And be tender with sinners. Mm. Love it. Those are some directives right I there. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be easy on those who hesitate. And I would, I'd be like, uh, I'm, I hesitate. Yeah. <laughs> there are things I'm not sure. And even just, and you know, it doesn't mean you're, we're not vilifying that. I think my experience with most people is they just don't want to do it wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nor do they want to offend God or the church. Like, or just waste time, take the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, there's a lot to that. Mm-hmm. A lot of levels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we who have found that or are further down the road, what's it say we need to do? <laughs> it says, And now to him who can keep you on your feet, standing tall in his bright presence, fresh and celebrating to our one God, uh, be glory, majesty, strength, and rule before all time now, to the end of all time, yes. Maybe I missed it. So before that, the uh, the merciful like, and... Verse uh, 22. Oh, that's what I just read. Go easy yeah. on those. Yeah, go easy, yeah. yeah. You just got to go easy on them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think we forget that sometimes. Yeah. Like, hey, come on and... Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, we got a world to win here. Yeah, because we, we didn't get the next verse 24 right. We say, we think, we might think, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. We, oh, we think, don't need that. I got this covered. Yeah, yeah we think <laughs> I'm the one who's doing presenting that. presenting myself. No, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm presenting myself as, 
No, it's to him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Mm. And we do that if we don't extend that gospel grace to ourselves and to others, then what a mess we are. And have. I would say the gospel reality. Yeah. Yeah. I am not saving myself. This right. isn't like I, I joke around and truth and jest. This is not like startup money. God's like, okay, I'll get you going and then do good and I'll expect a quarterly report. Yeah. And let me know how you're doing. Mm. When I was a kid, a teenager, John. I want to say 15, and I feel like it's verse 5. It's down the bottom left of the Bible that I had when I was a kid. <laughs> and I wrote it as, I was called Smitty. I wrote Smitty's verse. It says, without me, you can do nothing. Now, that doesn't seem true to me, frankly, because I feel like I can do a lot of things. But he said, <laughs> without me, you can do nothing. So the truth is, mm-hmm. right? without me, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go on my natural instincts or my religious instincts or my experience. And I hope the Lord can keep us uh, in that space all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. I may close this out today. I don't usually pray, but I may pray this one today. Yeah. Uh, Lord, help us all, uh, listeners, and we five guys in this room, help us to... Uh, be acutely aware of our need for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not just from a, uh, a broken or a debilitated place, but from a healthy place. Mm-hmm. A healthy place of clear, clean understanding where we realize we need you. And without you, we do nothing. We want this house to stand. We want this church, your church, to stand. We want our families and, and our lives and our relationships to be whole and well and healed and full mm-hmm. and life-giving. And that just does not happen without you. So forgive us for probably the embarrassingly many times we have leaned on our own instincts or our own talents or culture. Uh, we're sorry. Yeah. Not, that, wasn't our, that wasn't our aim. It wasn't our goal. It's not what we want. We want our lives to be empty uh, and filled by you, mm-hmm. emptied of all other things mm-hmm. and filled by your love so we can extend that to our family and to our friends and we can be a light and it can be safe and your love and your power and your presence can, can fill people. And we thank you for the privilege that you get to flow through us mm-hmm. to do that. So thank you for this beautiful book mm-hmm. written by your brother, I understand. So that's awesome. So yeah. thank you for all of that. And uh, as we move into this last uh, month of the year, we celebrate your coming, but not just as a baby, but uh, the coming of your spirit into our lives. So we're grateful for all that. Our hearts are full. And we thank you for this time together. Uh, we pray it is a blessing. Uh, and we ask that in your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Sometimes these half hours go fast. <laughs> Today felt like one of those days. Yeah. For sure. Uh, thanks, guys. It's always mm-hmm. good to be in here with yeah, you. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends, thank you for joining us. Uh, today dive into the book of jude it's your chance to read an entire book of the bible in under four minutes yeah (laughs) but there's a lot there yeah so as you meditate on it we pray the spirit opens it up to you and you're blessed and strengthened until next time take care